That movie sucked. I kind of liked it. Movie Night Crew Network. Welcome to the restricted section. Oh my God, what the heck? It's the middle of August. It's not even supposed, it's happening. It's happening. Just just deal with it. Just sit down and listen. It's going to be a good time. I am delighted to be joined today by my beloved co-host, Grace. Hi. Hello. I've missed you all summer when we haven't been talking this whole time. Um, yeah, exactly. It's been so long. What the heck? We were at happy to get happy hour together one hour ago, if you couldn't tell from the way I slurred <laughs> too my long, words just Too then. long, if you ask me. I have separation anxiety. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> and we are so excited because today is, you've all been waiting for it, an epic eldest ethereal crossover episode we are joined today by our friends from over on of the eldest gods charlie hello sup what's going on okay i see you're matching my enthusiasm (laughs) i was gonna say that was such a charlie like answer (laughs) sup and taylor there you are hello i will pretend to be awake Yay. So far, so good. You're <laughs> acting awake as hell. Like, I'm totally Honestly, convinced. wow. Chuck Taylor, right before my eyes. The Power ship come people. alive. Here, I'm going to move I'm gonna move Charlie next to me on the screen. <laughs> I love Zoom. I can move everybody around. Charlie Taylor, in case there is anyone who listens to the restricted section who hasn't yet heard, will you please sum up what Of the Eldest Gods is all about? We, it's we a talk podcast. about Percy Jackson books. Yeah, it's a podcast. <laughs> it's, yeah. It is a podcast. It's a PJP, Percy Jackson podcast. But, like, we do it a little differently than Restricted Section does, even though it's the same, like, chapter by chapter. No, they do it so much better. They have, like, history, and they, like, u- they use Wikipedia. Like, it's really good. It's <laughs> well researched. We so, just so read official. Wikipedia we, to our we audience. We use Wikipedia. It's great. We basically just go on deep dives half the Catch time. Catch me going in and editing all of the Wikipedia pages. <laughs> to prank them? Yes. <laughs> oh, you gotta read quicker than that. <laughs> the thing is, is we often know like enough about what to, we're talking about to flag about what's wrong. To be like, okay, that's bullshit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I feel like a lot of the Greek myths we cover are aren't necessarily like the well known ones. So we talk about like the Greek myths that everything is based off of, and I talk I nerd out about um you know wood alcohol being poisonous and and shit in my yep. histories. <laughs> it's awesome. Their podcast is awesome, and frankly, I love it so much. And like, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this, but. I just finished reading Percy Jackson probably by the time this episode comes out. And damn it, it's such a good fucking book series. No spoilers, but it's good. Oh, oops, spoilers. It's good. So listeners, you might be wondering, what are we doing? It's August. You said you weren't coming back till September 1st. I thought I had three full months without you (laughs) to take a little break from the chaotic energy. You're right. No, you're totally right. But this is... A very dope crossover episode that we've been looking forward to for a long time. If you're looking for an introduction to Of the Eldest Gods, we actually did a crossover with them on their show as well. That's coming out tomorrow. So that would be a great like starting point if you are... I'm like kind of out of breath because it's so fucking hot up here. (laughs) Christina's air Um, conditioning is broken at this time. It's broken. It's hot. It's hot out there. You live in Virginia. (laughs) Gross. 
Man, the amount of humidity between my thighs right now is gross. <laughs> what was I even saying? So yeah, that would be a really great place to start if you're thinking about getting into Of the Eldest Gods. Also, guess what? This is... <laughs> whoops, the unofficial start of season four, because next week we'll be releasing our Goblet of Fire introduction episode, along with some listener emails and ask me anything questions. And we're very excited about that. Grace will join me for that one, along with Brooke and Mary Payton. Is that right? Yes. Is that what I said? We're excited. See, this is why I put my (laughs) schedule in the public shared folder, because (laughs) y'all all seen it. And then the following week, which is September 1st, we'll be starting Goblet of Fire, and I'm super excited. But like, okay, wait, I was looking at the schedule today, and even though we're starting the Goblet of Fire on September 1st, we're not going to get to the first task until mid-January. Wait, what? What? Isn't that bananas? This book is so long. Shit, now I have to like look at your schedule because now I'm like stressed about that one. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's a bonkers long book, but we have some incredibly awesome returning and new guests lined up for season four, which I'm very excited about. Um, Also, while I have you here, whoops, you're trapped, sorry. Um, Now would be a really great time to join us over on our Patreon. For as little as a dollar a month, you can support the podcast. That's really meaningful to us. That helps us get things done. For $5 a month, you can get our monthly bonus episodes, which no funds to the main feed, and this episode is definitely an exception, but the bonus episodes are the best. They're so fucking funny. (laughs) And this month we released um, Two Lies and a Truth just came out on Saturday. Um, if that sounds wrong, it's because it is. Um, there's not enough. <laughs> Which one was a lie? We don't know. <laughs> um, we make it fun. Before that, we did Harry Quoter. Really proud of that title. We've also done some Behind the Magical Bastards and stuff like that. And we may be covering My Immortal in an upcoming episode. Oh, so I'm now so is the excited. time. Oh now is God. the time to join us on Patreon. So thank you so much, everyone, for allowing me to make that diversion. Um, What we're doing here today is we're sorting Percy Jackson characters into Harry Potter houses, tale as old as time. And I'm so excited to get into it. So I hope you all know the Hogwarts houses. That's a direct quote from Charlie's notes. <laughs> I'm assuming that was Charlie well, from the attitude. Y- you, for the for the second part of this, you wrote down like all of the, the cabins and everything. And I That's, was like- It's a lot of cabins. <laughs> I don't think we need to spell out what the houses are. That was really helpful to me, Charlie. Okay. Just as a reminder, the Hogwarts houses are Hufflepuff first. <laughs> Um, I'm going to rank them in order of my preference. Ravenclaw, probably second. And then Slytherin and Gryffindor are tied. Tied I just realized we have one of each on this call. We do. Oh, holy shit. Are you shit. a Slytherin, Taylor? I'm a Slytherin. You're, you're kind of like Brooke, where you're like a Ravenclaw Slytherin cusp in my brain. Yeah, and I'm the, I'm the Slytherin. You're the opposite. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, well, okay, so we're divergent. You almost have to be a Slytherin when you grew up in a family as large as I do. That's true. Resourceful. Yeah. With our powers combined, we're going to sort the Percy Jackson characters into Harry Potter houses. I mean, let's start at the beginning. Very good place to start. Percy Jackson. I think y'all know my opinion about this. You you know my opinion about this. Yeah, we talk about it a lot on the show. I want to hear Grace's opinion before. Let's start with Grace. Oh, no. Okay. Um, Well... It's the chosen one vibes. You know what I'm saying? So that's okay. like, it's like automatic Gryffindor, but I also feel like there's like a puff. There's a puff in there too. Here's the thing. I think that Percy is a Hufflepuff. So do we. we and, we're both he puffs. Is, 
he's put into a Gryffindor situation. Yes, <laughs> exactly. But just to remind everyone not to call you out, Grace, but I think it's important context that Grace has only read the first book, which is totally fine. Like, don't even worry about it. I'm not it. even worried about it, but also I'm a little worried about it. Okay. We only chose characters that are in the first book. Don't okay. Yeah, because yeah, we also mm-hmm. don't want to do any spoilers for the listeners. Yeah. Yeah. Just so everyone knows, I have only read the first book. I I did just purchase the rest of the series, though, so I am planning on reading the rest very quickly. Um, so I'm really you can do so that. very quickly. Yeah, so it's, it's really, a fast read. You yeah. may or may not hear Grace and Christina on our next season of The Eldest Gods. Well, I don't know. The Eldest Gods. Maybe. Perhaps. Who knows? Maybe. Yeah. The name of y'all's podcast is so sexy. It's it is. Like good, it's good to say, you know. It is good. Of the eldest gods, as the prophecy foretold. So <laughs> we won't get into the prophecy. I'm a little prophecy I mean, traumatized I'll, right now. I also just love the the idea that I made for our bonus ep show. What? Against, dun, against dun, all dun. odds. <gasps> Ooh, just, I love that. Just a little teaser there. Oh my god. Yes. Do you want to wait? Do you want to give a more specific teaser? I don't know. <laughs> nope. Nope. That's it. That's we'll it. Give a, we're gonna. We're going to let it you'll, sit. You'll have to listen to tomorrow's episode on our channel to learn more. Okay. Ooh. Hell yeah. <laughs> okay. And that's how you plug. So I guess my official uh, sorting was Griffin Puff or maybe okay. Puff and Door. Let's just, let's just say he's not a Ravenclaw. No. Oh my God. He's no. 100% correct. You know, I mean, that brings us to our next <laughs> character. Go ahead. Go ahead. You know, I, I've, because I've been involved in the fandom for so long, and I've seen people sort Percy into Slytherin, and that just kind of like pisses me off. Me. Maybe, I don't, I don't maybe agree. heroes Percy. I could see an argument, but I wouldn't. Let me reread heroes before we get into that too much. Yeah, I don't think I'm he's just, sly, I'm just saying, like I could see or ambitious. it, but no, I don't remember almost any of Heroes of Olympus. I remember one thing, and it is, um. At the end of a book, Rick writes a cliffhanger. Oh, oh, yes. I'm glad you remember that one thing. <laughs> That's all I remember. That's the only image I have in my head. And I'm just like, oh, God, I got to read them out of this one. That's my favorite book of heroes. Just so you know. Yes. Same. <laughs> Sorry, Grace. That's okay. It's a uh, it's a cliffhanger. Oh, oh. Wink, wink. Nudge, yep. nudge. It's a cliffhanger. Yep. Okay. I believe. I assume. I'll cut that out. So anyway, saying that Percy is staunchly not a Ravenclaw brings us to our next character, naturally, Annabeth Chase. Annabeth. I mean, I I think she is a Raven. I think she... Okay, wait. Let me read a quote from okay. the Discord. <laughs> oh, okay. Let me read a quote from the Discord. All right. All right. Annabeth Chase reminds me so much of Taylor. Brilliant, curious fascinating, witty, lovely, dry-humored, and tired. So, so tired. And I responded with emphasis on the tired. So to me, Annabeth, I think it's like your instinct is Ravenclaw, but I I could also see her as as a Slytherin. I staunchly believe she's a Slytherin. Yeah, so Charlie and I both have her as a Slytherin. Okay, talk about it. I think that's more very much the same reason. But Mm. okay, for very much the same reason as you described her as me. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, A lot of the same like abusive upbringing. I mean, I don't know how like we have our opinions about her upbringing on the show, so you can check that out. But um, yeah, 
It's complicated. Like, the the idea of you have to be ambitious and cunning in order to sort of survive in your world. And while we're both very intelligent women, um, in order to use our intelligence, we've had to, you know, dig our way out of situations. Um, yeah. So, Absolutely. and I, I, I genuinely believe most Slytherins have a little bit of Ravenclaw in them. Because in order to be ambitious, you often have to be intelligent in order to get what you want. Unless you're Absolutely. Crab, unless you're Crab and Goyle. Yeah, I think that, like, in terms of Ravenclaws, there's, like, an Annabeth side of the Ravenclaws, and then there's, like, a Luna Lovegood side of the Ravenclaws. Mm-hmm. There's, like, that's the two kinds. Yeah. And, like, Haley, for example, is big Luna Lovegood energy. Yeah. You're welcome. I know that was a compliment. but um, It is. Yeah. Man, I just, I got to get this off my chest. I know I said that I recently re- reread the Percy Jackson series. That's because this episode comes out in the future. I am about 100 pages away from the end of The Last Olympian, which is the last book in the series. And it is frankly already so hard for me to not talk about the things that have happened in books two through five. You, got, you gotta you gotta keep it in. We have to keep it in every single time we but talk. It's, it's like so fresh. Like the Percy that I am in, being so intimate with right now is like a totally different Percy. And wow. it's a really different Annabeth. And there's like things I want to cite, cite them. It's, it's, it's fine. I, I, I have to say, I'm very proud of Charlie and I for the lack of spoilers we've managed to do oh this so far. Oh my god. Like, it's honestly, a miracle. And it, honestly, when I'm editing, I do not actually cut that much out. That um, is very We do like maybe 20 seconds of spoilers. Just be like, yeah. oh just yeah, to, like, it's like get this it out thing, of your right? System. Like, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. It's, like, it's okay, literally yeah. like just confirming yeah. with each other stuff. We're not all spoilers all the time. No, I know. Dumbledore dies. It's please, fine. Please. Um, <laughs> oh, we spoil no. your books yeah, on our show all the time. Percy That's Jackson, fun. just so y'all know. <laughs> oh, yeah. I knew it. <laughs> it is funny how much there is, like, not a Dumbledore character in Percy Jackson. I think that, and, like, I'm not I'm not even accepting arguments for Chiron because, like, no. <laughs> That's a bad thing. We actually talked about that when yeah. we first, like, meet Chiron as like a centaur and mm-hmm. how like he's what Dumbledore should have been yeah, yeah. to Harry well, exa- like just he's sometimes wrong he cares he's sometimes about unhelpful dying yeah but he, he doesn't really do anything he's just like yikes rough one Percy go fight a war here's a sword and it's like whoa <laughs> yeah like he's um, sometimes unhelpful but for the most part he like will give but he he's good Governed by these Olympians, where it's like the he, ancient laws. Like of he, the do we just want to like sort him as we're talking about him right now? True. Well, no, we got to do Grover first. I think he's a Hufflepuff. Oh, Grover's knock, a knock, Hufflepuff. Knock, knock. Wait, 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 wait. I think Chiron's a Hufflepuff. Oh, I was oh, gonna wait, say Ravenclaw. I have Ravenclaw. I was too. also wait. gonna say Ravenclaw for Chiron. Wait, I'm putting the brakes on entirely. Grace, what do you think about Annabeth? Oh shoot. Oh. Oh, okay. Well, because I can't ever make a decision, I was like, like Ravenclaw slash Slytherin. Okay, so same vibe. But like, probably mostly Raven. Based yeah, on like the, what I know from the first book. Okay. Yeah, it's like it's That's like I'll, I'll accept that Annabeth is an ambitious Ravenclaw or like a very intelligent Slytherin. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or like a very right. what's intelligence? Not the right way to say that, but like a very studious Slytherin. Yeah. I mean, I have my opinions on Percy and Annabeth sorting definitely comes into play with like their fatal flaws. 
mm-hmm, which we don't mm-hmm. find out about till later. But to me, Percy's fatal flaw is evident from the beginning. I'm so yeah. sorry, Taylor. You're good. Um, my big thing with um, Annabeth and sort of goes back to the like upbringing, sort of causing things, is she has more street smarts than I think a normal Ravenclaw yeah. has. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just read a thing. I just read a thing. That's fine. Where Annabeth is on a street. It's fine. Um, <laughs> being smart. Okay, it's fine. You're having an fine. existential crisis about this. <laughs> this is, it's really hard. Like, a ma- I'm at the point in the series where when I'm reading and Sean, like, tries to talk to me, I just glare at him and I'm like, this is the last book. Do you see how many pages I have left? And he's like, I'm so sorry. Yeah, see, Joe doesn't respect the fact that I'm reading, so... Mm. He it's because he doesn't read books. I don't yeah. respect the fact that he's joing. Sean doesn't read books either, but I think I've gone off on him enough. Yeah, you gotta teach. You gotta teach him <laughs> muscle memory. Yeah. So, like, this book will smack you. <laughs> our, our we're we're coming up on our third anniversary, and I have never seen him open a book that wasn't like a sign. Oh Dude, Sean's reading his second book since I've known him, which is almost six years now. But it's like it comes. But he's into it. He read he it. Is. He read it in front of us. Yeah, he fucked off to go read it. Yeah, <laughs> while we were watching Puffs. Yes. Okay, I would love to move on to Grover, and I feel like my take is hot. So let me hear some other people. Grace, what do I you think? I think the obvious choice for Grover is Hufflepuff, and so like that's that's where I'm at. But I would okay. love to hear your hot take, honestly. Well, Charlie Taylor, what do you think Hufflepuff. about Grover? I have a puff. I think. I think that Grover to me is big Neville energy. I think he's a Griffin puff. Like okay. his, I, think I, I definitely thing. see it. Here's the thing. He really becomes more of a Gryffindor. If you ask me, there's a couple key things that he does, like standing up when it really matters. It takes a great deal of courage to stand up to your enemies, but a great deal more to stand up to your friends yeah. situation. Yeah. Um, so th- I, I would cast him as a Gryffindor, but like a real Neville underdog doesn't get hot until the last book. Yeah, I think so too. I think in the first book, you know, I he's remember a, he's a baby. there are some fears of failure happening and I know everyone has that, but I think, you know, that's a real Gryffindor vibe. Definitely the unafraid of toil bit of Hufflepuff is big, gro- is like definitely Grover. Yeah. I just bought a shirt for myself yesterday that has a like a Greek bust kind of of Helga Hufflepuff and it says unafraid of toil and I'm really excited about it. That's cool. Taylor, do you, I mean Charlie, do you have a hot take? You're um, okay. Well, I just want to say, you know, Grover's greatest ambition is to become a searcher. And mm-hmm. yes. what are Hufflepuffs? They're good at finding. They're particularly good finders. Oh, <laughs> done. It's done. Is that from a very Potter musical or yes. is that from... It's okay, a Potter musical. I, I have not seen that yet, but I've heard the joke enough to know. <laughs> yes. So, okay. So Grover's a, like a Gryffindor. No, a Gryffindor. Wait, a Gryffindor. I like Huffledore better. A Huffledore. A Huffledore. I like Huffledore because he's he's more Hufflepuff than Gryffindor. I like Huffledore because it sounds like an old timey piece of furniture. Like when I was like in seventh grade and I was reading um, To Kill a Mockingbird for the first time and I was like, what in God's name is a Shifferobe? It's like that. Uh, and then like next to the Shifferobe is a Huffledore. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Next on our list. Wait, wait. This is coming out after your whole book one comes yes. out, right? Yes. Okay. Thank God. Okay. So <laughs> uh, Grace, do you remember how Luke turns out in the end? Yeah. Okay, I fucking God, okay. do. 
Okay, okay. So next on our Luke, on our Luke is Luke. <laughs> next on our Luke is Luke. Hey, how do you guys say his last name? Castellan. Castellan. You Castellan. Wait, it, it's Castellan. I it's know. So funny. I know people with that last name. It's Castellan. It's very I've funny never because heard it when I loud. I when I there. listen to Of the Eldest Gods, um, Taylor and Charlie diverge in their opinions about how things should be pronounced quite frequently. And I always intensely agree with one of them, but it is 50-50 who I intend. It's like oh, no thanks. one of you is better at pronouncing stuff than the rest. I'm glad I get it right sometimes. <laughs> Something really got me recently. Like I was so, I was laughing so hard at it because I was like, there's no way this is pronounced that way. I can't remember. So I'll cut that out because that's not funny. I thought yeah. maybe by the end of my sentence, I would remember. Yeah, no, the only reason I know, like, I went to school with people with that last name, like, spelled the exact same way. Interesting. So oh, I gotcha. I've always done Castellan, so okay. because I, of that. I have a question on that. Like, this is probably, okay. probably a slight tangent. Most of the the demigods, except maybe the, except maybe, like, Percy and Annabeth, um, have, like, last names that relate to their godly parents. And I'm just like, Luke? What? Just has a normal last they name. They have too. last names. I'm trying like, to think. Like we have like Katie Gardner and Clarice LaRue. Katie Gardner is so stupidly obvious. Well, I'm thinking of Connor and Travis, stole. which to me is yeah. they stole. Okay, stole is stupid because yeah, God of how does no like if you look oh, at the list of all the campers, red. like most of their last names have to do with whatever their godly parent is. Clarice's last name is LaRue. I guess I never clocked that, but the that red. makes sense. Yeah. When you first said LaRue, I was like, that can't be Selena's I'm immediately last name. like Addie LaRue. Selena Beauregard? Like, that's I think about. You know? Uh, Beauregard. Mm. Beauregard. Beauregard. Okay, so <laughs> Gabe Ugliano. That's like the most. Ugliano. So funny. Technically for wow. Beckendorf, it's his first name. Charles? Yeah. Uh, Hephaestus, Char, mm. Fire. Shut the fuck up. Okay. Come on. Okay, okay I don't think he did okay. that on purpose. Okay, I don't, Charles. I do not think Charlie. I believe I d- he did it on purpose. <laughs> no, yeah, there's no way he did that one on purpose. I, think I believe dumb. he did it on purpose. That's too dumb. Um, so I noticed that no one has even remotely proposed any Hogwarts house for Luke. Oh, okay. no, I have very strong feelings about this. I was okay, influenced by Taylor on this. Yeah. I have no opinion. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, wait, wait. I have no opinion. I really can't decide. Grace, do you have any idea? I really don't know. I was like between Gryffindor and Slytherin. Okay. okay. So okay. I have very, okay. very strong. Lay on me, Taylor. Um, I have him as a Gryffindor. Okay. He, he is the perfect example of an, a Gryffindor gone bad. A fallen hero. If you if you had pressed me, I would have said Gryffindor. So, yeah. so this idea of his whole thing is he wants to be brave. He wants to be the hero. <laughs> It reminds me of like in the Sorcerer's Stone when Harry's like, I'll never join up with Voldemort. And it's like, no one, <laughs> no one asked you to join up with Voldemort, babe. <laughs> but it's like Luke did get invited to join up with Voldemort. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, that's, that's the whole thing is like, um, he, he's totally the example of you have Percy, who's an unwilling hero, but you have Luke, who his whole life is, I must be a hero. Yeah. I need to be brave. A lot of these I talked over with Joe while I was doing it, and I was like, "Did these nice. make?" Because at least the characters that like are have similar esque personalities in the movie. Because Joe's not yeah. in the books, so oh, I got you. It's funny to me that you say that 
Um, Luke is a Gryffindor gone bad because he's like, I need to be brave. I need to be the chosen one. Because the very last thing we covered on the podcast is puffs. And the main character in that Wayne is a puff. He's a fucking puff. But the whole time his problem is, I need to be brave. I need to be strong. I need to be the hero. But in the end, he's just a puff. And he like fights with his yeah, friends. And that was always his destiny, you know? But it's Luke like, Luke, not, that's the difference. Luke is not No, like- that's what I'm saying is like, <laughs> Luke's not a puff, dude. Luke is a Gryffindor. He like, it's like, whoa, okay. All right. We maybe took this a little too seriously. Yeah, I agree with Gryffindor completely. Yeah. And he's also like a jock. And you know, like. <laughs> yeah, so am I. A himbo. Oh my god, who, what Hogwarts house does anyone remember? Because I actually don't. I think he might be a Gryffindor. Who? Cormac McLaggen. Gryffindor. Yeah. Yeah. Luke is Cormac McLaggen. I think that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. I can yeah. see it. It's like, yeah, he can have a nice, decent conversation, but like deep down, it's just no good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's just no good. All right. What's next? Are we ready to move on to our queen? The the true um, godly parent of Percy Jackson. Yeah. Sally is our queen. All hail goddess Sally Jackson. Most basic name. Deeply ungodly name. I love her. Yeah, because Doris is a really godly name. <laughs> Listen, I love okay. Doris. <laughs> I'm going to come out strong. I'm going to come out the gates swinging. And by swinging, I mean offering hugs in the name of Hufflepuff for Me Sally too. Jackson. I think she trained her child to be a Hufflepuff. Me and too. they both mm-hmm. have a better life experience because of it. Mm-hmm. She's got big puff energy. I, I, I'm going to take the Ravenclaw route here. Mm-hmm. Sort of for the same reason, in that she's always been calculating how to protect Percy. Okay, and which, is, it, which is like p- protecting and stuff is part of Hufflepuff. But oh, it's become her entire life is just like... Having to make these calculated things. Here's the thing. Does she take steps to protect Percy? Yes. But in the end, as soon as he finds out he's a demigod, I I don't think this is a huge spoiler for the rest of the series. She never starts trying to enact like authority over him again. She's just like, well, you were a demigod all along. You were always going to go on. So like to me, it's like the Hufflepuff in her. That makes her trust Percy so much that he's 12 and he can just like pop home and be like, hey, I'm here. Oh, got to go fight some monsters. And she's like, OK, love you. Yeah. I think my other thing is like her aspiration is to be a writer, um, which mm. we do find out in the first book. Like, she- Yeah, that's true. So yeah. like- honestly, OK, you know how in Harry Potter it's like Harry Potter was an unusual boy and he was in his room with his muggle uncle and uncle and it was the summertime and he was looking out the window. The Percy Jackson equivalent of that is I was chilling with my mom and then some monsters came and then I said, bye mom forever maybe because monsters and she said, I love you. I support you. And then I left to go fight some monsters. It's like, that's how every it's so single much more excited. <laughs> I want you to rewrite the series. Just narrate it like you did. That's it. Just <laughs> You know, no matter your opinion about which book series is better, you have to say the Percy Jackson, like, opening is so much better. Yeah, it is so much better. And also that specific voice I was using, Grace, I think, tell me if I'm wrong on this, but that's the voice that Haley uses to make fun of extra dumb people. Yeah, but like a little more nasal, I think. In Haley's rendition. (laughs) 
Honestly, like Sally Jackson just feels like a hug to me. So yes, yes, the big homie huggy vibes. She could even she could even be a Gryffindor, like big Molly Weasley energy. She's got Molly Weasley energy, but she seems yeah. more puff side. She's brave. she she's too. Pa- I think she's too passive in comparison to Molly. Yeah, no, you're right about that. Okay, so I think I think Hufflepuff with just a sprinkling of Ravenclaw. Yep. All right, I don't even want to do the next person on our list. You know, okay, jo- me. Joe gave Joe gave me the one for Gabe. Okay, what big, big. Wait, no, I have to give him his introduction. Okay, big, fucking ugly, stinky, sexist, probably racist, just an assumption, jackass, time wasting, probably high cholesterol from all the chili. Was it chili that he requested? I think it was chili. I think it was seven uh, layer, seven dip. layer bean dip. Seven, seven layer, layer dip. dip. That's even more higher cholesterol. Fuck this guy. I hope he Gabe dies. Ugliano. Gabe Ugliano. Ugly Ugly <laughs> That's a, that's a, whatever Umbridge's house is, that's the house. Here's the She's thing. Are Slytherin. we allowed to, are we allowed to say that he's a, a muggle? I don't, I, okay, okay, muggle okay. I straight him. up put muggle in I caps. don't even want to sort him. Yeah. I actually said yeah. he was a squib because. A squib because he has that vindictiveness. Because he, his whole life would be like. Damn, all these special things. I've got to be special. And I hate everybody. I'm going to be special at poker. He does not put any effort into that. He's not. No. He gives me like visceral. Men like that exist. I just, I hate him so no. much. He's so, very like, realistic. They do. And I don't no, like Grace, no. they do. No. <laughs> we don't know any, but they definitely exist. The worst. I Game totally. fucking Ugliano. Calling you a muggle is a gift because the alternative is that you're a squib. Fuck you. Let's move on to Chiron. Fair enough. <laughs> Chiron I have as a Ravenclaw. Me Raven too. Claw. And what I is think this? He like, I just think, here's the thing. Okay. <laughs> he just, he's never like doing any actionable steps to like protect any of the hundreds of children in his care, there's no actionable steps. He's like, I'm sending you to do this. I'm sending you to do this. I'll train you to do this. That's a I'm Ravenclaw energy. I'm just saying he's wow. the expedi- exposition dump. So like. Wait, I guess I guess you might be right, actually, Grace. He is the exposition. Okay. Wait, he's reminding me of someone. Give me a second. It's coming. Maybe like he's like a little flitwicky. He's a little mm. Flitwick game. Yeah, that's. I think that's a good comparison. Yeah, Flitwick had a horse bo- bottom. Just, just little Flitwick on top of a horse. <laughs> Flitwick would not know what to do if Which he was that tall Flitwick? suddenly. Which, Which Flitwick? Flitwick? Gremlin fr- Flitwick or Hitler hair Flitwick? <laughs> <laughs> Those are two options. Okay, I'll accept Ravenclaw. Yeah, he he just. He just talks like a Ravenclaw. That's the other thing. Like, Did his- you say talks? Because the internet cut out a little bit and it literally sounded like you said he fucks like a Ravenclaw. <laughs> I mean, he, <laughs> he might. I don't know. He fucks like a Ravenclaw. But, oh my yeah. god, Great. Grace made sexy eyebrows when we said what? that. What? That's the only <laughs> thing my eyebrows know how to do. <laughs> you you thirsty Ravenclaw. for some centaur? <laughs> Maybe a little Firenze in his sexy garden classroom. Oh <laughs> <laughs> little Dan Radcliffe and Equus action. Oh my god. <laughs> oh Did my I tell god. you? And by you, I mean the podcast at large. And I think I mentioned this on our bonus episodes, but not on the main feed. But I recently was like, oh yeah, I remember being 13 and learning that Dan Radcliffe was in like a naked horse play. I'm going to Google that as a 30 year old and get to the bottom of it. And I spent like an hour reading the 
entire synopsis of Equus in like excruciating detail and it's like history about like Dan Radcliffe being in it and stuff and like I just like don't feel like I have any more of an understanding after like reading all of that Equus is like a nonsense play (laughs) I know nothing about it I also know nothing about it except for naked that's all I know it's like it's like about a boy who like loves horses (laughs) that's it He's a brony, and it's like it's a it's a it's horse like, boy. There's like a therapist who's like, I think this is gonna get sexual, and then I think it like it does get sexual, and then he's like he's like nakedly riding a horse, and that's pretty much all I remember. And I remember that Dan Radcliffe was 17 when he portrayed this character, but he went on record as a 17 year old saying that it was okay because the nudity wasn't gratuitous. And oh my god, I just have so many problems and questions. And maybe I, I was going to ask if we could stream it, but now <laughs> never mind. I take it all back. Okay, so would I fuck a horse in Equus? <laughs> no. Would I give is that the question Chiron? That we were all would I give Chiron and or Firenze a chance? Yes, I would. Oh my god, I think that's fair. I would. <laughs> Y'all right, are so, next. <laughs> so Chiron is Ravenclaw. We're all happy with that. Yes, he fucks like a Ravenclaw. We know this. Fucks like a Ravenclaw. There we go. Here's the thing. Like, sometimes when it's too easy, I'm like, no. I get it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like when I was like, Chiron's Ravenclaw, I was like, but what if he was Well, let's keep going. I think some of them are less easy. <laughs> I think that's true. This next one I'm interested in, Clarice LaRue, I guess, is her last name, which means the red. Yeah. Is that right? Gryffindor. Yeah. I have Gryffindor, too. Gryffindor. Yeah, Gryffindor. Brooke, if you're out there, is LaRue correct? Well, I mean, her color's red. Um. Also, she's really brave. Yeah. She's got big jock energy. She mm-hmm. has gigantic himbo energy. Herbo. And I... She just, like, I don't think this is a spoiler either. She just, like, I mean, her character develops. All these characters develop. And I think she really, like, grows into the Gryffindor role. You know what I mean? And I think I'm about to read something about her. Oh. Oh, I think I know where you are then. Okay. Yes. Yes. You do. You do. Nothing. Nothing. Oh, my God. I feel like I'm going to need y'all to beta listen to this to, like, gauge the spoilers that are happening because I'm just out of control. I'm just trying to figure out what what to have you on for Last Olympian now. (laughs) The whole book. Okay, good. Because I'm, like, really passionate. I love this book series so much. Um, That's Percy Jackson's Hufflepuff. Okay, here's the thing. Reading Percy Jackson is like if I read Harry Potter, but Harry Potter made any choices that I would agree with. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like same basic character, but, like, Harry's all... (laughs) Every choice Harry makes, it's like, what? No. That's not your dragon. No. That's not your fight. Like, why are you doing this? But Percy, every decision he makes, I'm like, I get it. I get it. No, I'm with you, babe. No, you're doing the right thing. I love and support you. You're my favorite son. All right. Next on our list is Dionysus. Dionysus. Dion- Dionysus. <laughs> Dionysus. Dionysus. Celine Dionysus. <laughs> <laughs> um, here's a great time to announce, since this is the informal first episode of season four, I don't know if I've mentioned this on the feed before. I don't know if our listeners know that. I, you know, I'm really invested in self-betterment. I'm always trying to make myself better and specifically a better podcaster. That's a gift that I give to you, dear listeners, that I consistently try to be better. I swear to God, I'm doing my best. Um, So, for example, in our first and second seasons, I had a post-it on my computer that said, don't scream. And if you go listen to our first like 10 or so episodes, you'll 
remember why I had to have that post. So now my post it for season four. This is my goal. I'm going to share with you right now, kind of like a New Year's resolution, you know, so everyone can hold me accountable. I'm going to read the post it verbatim. Don't laugh at your own jokes. <laughs> laugh karma. If you give out laughter when it's due, it will come back to you when you deserve it. That's laugh karma. I always laugh wow. at my own jokes because I'm the worst. So Someone's gotta. Yeah. It's because yeah, I laugh too I, much. That's my logic. I'm like, I'm, I need to fill the air. Literally half our episodes are Charlie laughing. <laughs> no, it's the cutest sound in the Wait, world. Wait, I love laughing. Charlie. You do laugh have an adorable for laugh. For the record. For the record. I'm trying to come to terms with the fact that me saying a joke and it not landing is genuinely much funnier than me saying a joke and pretending that people are laughing at it by laughing at it. Just like keep laughing and someone will join in. That's the hope. And if you become a patron, you can hear in last, last month's bonus episode. How many times have you plugged the Patreon this episode? Because you get... Because you get the whole back catalog that I say what I consider to be a very good joke. And I paused dramatically for laughter. And Brooke was not permitting that. Oh, no. (laughs) I love Brooke. She tells you how it is. She does. She's very honest. Okay. What house is Dionysus? The the man, the myth, the legends. Um, I have two theories. I I, I have a... I have two for him too that I was. I can, what are your I two can be swayed easily for this one. So. I I have sli- mm-hmm. I I have him as a slither puff. Slytherin slither puff. Wow. Mm-hmm. I was okay. gonna say this. I I almost gave him Ravenclaw. Like I think I think there's some Ravenclaw what? to him. I was gonna say that's the one house he's definitely not. <laughs> wow. Okay. He's just uh nothing. No spoilers. It's fine. Um, I think that Slytherin. I think I think. Okay. Here's the thing. What what the fuck is a Slitherpuff? Let's break it down. Yeah. Because a Slitherpuff to me is absolutely fascinating. Who like name a person? I know we've talked about it before. Like who is a Slitherpuff? Like name one to me. I gotta, if I can think of any. I know it's hard. I know we've named them on the show before. You put me on the spot, so it's hard to think of it. Maybe I'll like Google it. I'm trying to think of like real people who. Could. I'm looking around my room at all the fandoms. If I can think of anything. <laughs> Um, Slitherpuff? Harry Potter read it. Um, <laughs> um, Slithering. Oh, read it. Okay, no, this isn't helpful to me. I swear to God, we've talked about this. You see, that this is fascinating to me that no one can even come up with an example of a Slitherpuff. Like, um, mm. like maybe even like Mary Clay. Yeah, I could yeah. see. Or, um, fucking Mary Peyton also. I was thinking oh, Mary, Mary Peyton. Peyton. Mary like, Peyton's a better example. Ma- both our Marys, both our Marys, like at their core, are Slytherins, but they, I think, have been just like conditioned by the patriarchy to be like cheerful, bubbly, friendly people. You know what I mean? Hmm. And they both, they both are deeply friendly yeah. people who are like, yes, yeah, Slytherin core. <laughs> so I know Hufflepuff seems weird for Dionysus. I am aware. I don't he's not think a friendly it's person. It's the wine thing. It's the wine thing. Wine it's, is hu- I think huff, he's just huff, he's huff. kind of a chill dude, but also he has no chill at the same time. I yeah, guess. so that that that's like a perfect reason why. Like he if he could, his ultimate time is to be a full puff. That if he could mm. be full puff See? and just chillax and like, you know, live his life, he'd be great. But because he's a god, he's forced to be. He has the Slytherin side that, like, he's forced into. 
Okay. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't put that as Slytherin. I put it as Gryffindor. Like, when he's going wild and crazy at parties, I would put him as Gryffindor. But it, for me, it's not the party part. Hmm. I think... How do I say this? I think that any time that Dionysus acts like a Gryffindor, it's because... I think it's because of, like, a Hufflepuff reason. Like, I feel like he's Mm. trying to, like, fit in and, like, prove himself. Fair. I don't think he genuinely likes to be in the spotlight. He, like, absolutely is never looking to be the hero. I think, like, he just just based on his interaction with Percy in, like, the first book. I don't know. Like, he's not he's not welcoming. I think we can all agree. He's not welcoming. He's not the He is not... He's not a welcoming Hufflepuff. No. He's not the exactly. stereotype. He's, he's an yeah. introverted Hufflepuff <laughs> until he's had a good drink. And then he's an extrovert. Yeah. <laughs> Can I make a follow-up defense to my Ravenclaw thesis? Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know, man. Madness is like neuroscience. <laughs> he, I think he like understands brains. And he like understands, I think, like... <laughs> You're getting really Joey's into looking this. looking at me so funny. I just think Dionysus is a Ravenclaw. I just I just thought of another Hufflepuff thing. He's okay. always threatening to t- turn people into animals. And animals dolphins. are such a Hufflepuff thing. Dolphins. Okay. Sorry, a bottlenose dolphin. You have to- okay, so now I need to come back with another Ravenclaw thing. We're just going to go back and forth until we run out of things. Um, <laughs> Diet Coke. That seems like a Ravenclaw thing, doesn't it? No. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, that's fine. I guess I'm alone in that. <laughs> I did I did feel that way you know that day, Luke. I think he's just divergent because he's Dionysus. <laughs> and Grace, on our pod, Dionysus, we, we have figured out from our research into mythology that he is everyone. Okay. Literally. He, like, like huh? if you trace back his history, he is literally everyone. He, he has connections to, like, the underworlds. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of connections mm-hmm. to the underworld. So he's kind of Hades- um, he's, he's kind of Poseidon, because at one point Poseidon was, like, a god of the underworld. He's... Yeah. He's so... We did find a Zeus connection recently. Yes, that's true. Because Hades is the Zeus of the underworlds. Therefore... No, there was something else. Was there one? No, there was something else okay. in a couple episodes ago, so I won't spoil it, because obviously Christine There's just a lot of things. And he's also been Phanes and Zagreus, and he's yeah. just, like, 50 gods. Okay. <laughs> So I think he's just divergent. I'm every woman. (laughs) All right, next on our list is Aries. I feel like Aries is just standard Gryffindor. Yeah, standard Gryffindor. No, no thought Gryffindor. Yeah, he's a Gryffindor. It's It's like the hat just goes on, and it's like Gryffindor. Go to the next person. Yeah, the hat's like yeesh. (laughs) It's like when Draco got sorted. (laughs) Yes, when Draco got sorted. Honestly, in the movie during that part, the hat looked like it was like ouch. It's like that kid looks like he would throw a glass of white wine in my face. Um, I think that Ares could literally actually be the heir of Gryffindor. I you think know? so too. Or like, or vice versa. I think like Gryffindor could Godric Gryffindor could be a child of. Ares. Oh no, definitely yes. that. <laughs> yeah. Um, what are you trying to fight about, it, bro? Yeah. All right. Next on our list is Hades, and I'm also interested my, in my this God one because I'm having a hard time. Tell me about my God Daddy. I'm your god daddy. No, you're my pod daddy. Oh, wait, yeah, I am your pod daddy. <laughs> wow. Uh, so sorry. Wait, wow. well, the co- honestly, everyone, co-parenting is fine and it's easy. And don't don't let them tell you it's not. My, my godly parent is actually Christina. <laughs> Plot twist. <laughs> Whoa. 
<laughs> According to Sam, I'm the pod mom, so I didn't know like Christina and I had children. Aw, that's cute. That makes you sound like you're an orca with several babies. <laughs> that's <pod> fine. <laughs> Are um, we all orcas? So, Is that it? Hades, yeah. Hades, any opinion? I want Charlie to go first on this one. Charlie, you deserve to He's go first. He's a Hufflepuff. Fight me. I was going to say Hufflepuff. I was going to say Hufflepuff. Fight, fight me. me. I have him as a Ravenpuff. I also have him with Hufflepuff. He is Ravenclaw loyal is gonna be my to his wife till the end. Yes. Yeah. Grace, any thoughts? No, 100% agree. No argument from me. To spoil my Zeus and Poseidon. I have them as Gryffindor Slytherin cusps, which is the opposite of what I have Hades as Ravenclaw Hufflepuff, because, yeah, that like... That explains a lot. Raven- mm-hmm. And the other thing is, Hades just is an intelligent god. Like, he yeah. is very calculating, but he also pays his debts and, yeah. like, is not a dick. It's hard for me to say, like, is Hades ambitious? Is he not ambitious? Because no, I think... He's just got I too think- much of a headache. Well, that's the thing is he acts like he has like a lot of bitterness about not being like an officially recognized Olympian on the Council of Twelve Gods. Family, but like I think I think he's that friend who wants to be invited but is gonna say no. You Mm. know what I mean? Like I think that he (laughs) is like kind of chilling down there, and he's like, I would not want to go anyway. But but like, still, he's the introvert friend who's like, Yes, you just invite me anyway. I want to be included. Here's the thing, please. Roll into Hades with a cup of tea, right? And maybe just like some muffins and a fun video game. Why I identify as a Hades child now? Do you get it? <laughs> I get it. So is that agreed? Is Hades a Hufflepuff? Is this agreed? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A Hufflepuff with Ravenclaw tendencies. I'll go with that. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Next on our list is Medusa. I have That's no hard. thoughts on this one. Yeah, because we really only see her during, like, a fight. Like, And sh- is she being, like, particularly clever? No, brave to the point of stupidity, I guess. Yeah. Like, so, I don't know. Grace, do you uh-huh. have an opinion before I share mine? <laughs> um, I mean, I was just listening to the Puffs episode. So I'm like, snakes, Slytherin, that's it. <laughs> well, that is exactly what I was about to say, is, like, the imagery is hard to it's break hard away to from. It's hard to break away from that. So really that's funny, funny because my... my position on her is not Slytherin. Okay. Okay, tell us. Tell us more, please. I have her as a Ravenclaw. Okay. Okay. Defend yourself. <laughs> Fight to the death. <laughs> Sounds so threatening every time you say that. Defend um, yourself. So I was telling, Finish us. I was telling Charlie, like, when I was doing these, I, I literally wrote down my gut reaction. Mm-hmm. And part of it is she's had to find a way to survive in a world with a god who hates her. That's valid. Mm-hmm. And while I don't think she's ambitious, she's just sort of trying to survive. Doing her best. She's she had a business, though. <laughs> and that's okay. She's she's smart with what she's done. She's ran a business to keep herself going and surviving. She's and she's creative. made a semi. She yeah. She's made a semi good relationship with the underworld gods by creating this business. Because we, when we go to Hades, we see that Persephone does decorate her garden with her statues. So she does have allies. I'm just thinking of Medusa and Persephone being, like, buds now. They, like, <laughs> they go out and they get drinks. It's a great time. Aww. I love that. <laughs> yeah. 
So that that's my my Medusa theory. Okay. Like Any that. other thoughts? My only thought was Gryffindor because like of we only get that one scene of her just like being a little too bold for her own good. Yeah, you mm-hmm. got to you got to read into the content. Yeah, I'll accept Ravenclaw for Medusa. Also like mostly it. just cuz it's like I want women to succeed. Yeah. And mytho- the the mythology canon takes a big old shit on Medusa, so I'm like let's uplift her whenever yes. we can. Oh, that oh, is wait. so true. Okay. Oh wait, I have. We I have shit on Athena here. a lot. Charlie just had a vision like that's so real. I, I had a vision. <laughs> <laughs> Does the face? Um, okay, so I just remembered. Her weird so- like orgasm. <laughs> sorry (laughs) wait no it's real that raven's vision face is really close to an orgasm face so carry on so there are like um things about medusa like her her name meaning and like what her um face symbolizes on like shields and stuff is protection so you can make an argument for hufflepuff maybe no spoilers but i see it's not a strong argument, but it's okay. just like there. Yeah, like I, th- I think these are all. Val- so we've had a Ravenclaw argument, we've had a Slytherin argument, and a Gryffindor argument, and a Hufflepuff argument. Right? She's There's divergent? a valid argument for all four. She's divergent. divergent. <laughs> it's so funny because, like, I don't think we've ever explained what divergent means. Nope, we're not talking about divergent. Never explain it, please. Never just talk about going. divergent. We don't talk about it. <laughs> I've been dumped. I've been lied to. I've been betrayed by people I consider to be my closest friends. But nothing has ever betrayed me more than the Divergent trilogy. (laughs) I won't read it based on that. I love the first two books a lot. But the third book literally broke my brain. No, exactly. I've been betrayed. I read 12 books of Cirque de Freak. And then the last one, I was like, oh, fuck this. And then I gave away all my books. Oh my god! This I is never, my I never finished series. the series. I just read the first one or two. Twelve is a lot this, to be invested. This is my in. favorite fucking series in middle school, and then I got burned by the last book, and I'm like, "Fuck that!" I have like a related question, and this is about to be like maybe the dumbest shit that's ever come out of my mouth. <laughs> but like, does anyone know if a series of unfortunate events like ends <laughs> in any kind of like reasonable way? Has anyone made it to the end of that series? I've heard things. I, I haven't. Uh, I don't. I, haven't I don't either. know if they're fully just theories or they're definitive on how things end. Mm. I think they're on a just boat. Just for the Baudelaire, and that's how it ends. On a, oh yeah. Oh, but that's how it ends. I've heard theories that they might die, but I'm not okay, sure. Okay, justice for the Baudelaires. I guess that's what we're covering after we're out of Harry Potter books. I need to know. something about. Are you okay? There's a lot of weird things about. Um, riddles and and stuff in that series so i don't know i've yeah, never read okay. it i just okay I've re- i think i've read the first like six or seven yeah, and then i just in the past 20 years i same. never have again yeah um okay well fine um okay next on our list is um procrustes aka crusty just really quickly grace i know you're in the process of rereading the lightning thief do you remember who this is I feel like this is someone that we run across like toward the end. Um, in the mattress shop. In the mattress shop. It's, it's like a little side quest. That's not even a quest. It is like a side okay, quest. Okay, so it's okay, okay if yeah, you don't yeah. have an opinion about this. I one. don't. Taylor I and I have the don't. argument that he should not even be in there. There's just no reason for him to exist. <laughs> Your podcast made that stance clear and I fully support it. But am I intrigued by the diversion? Yes. And to tell you the truth, in his he- in my head... He looks like 
I think Krusty the Clown is his name from The Simpsons. <laughs> I've never watched The Simpsons, but that character is ubiquitous. Oh no, I I say like I've never seen Valley. The Simpsons, but I know what Krusty the Clown looks like, and I legitimately that's how I think of Krusty. Okay, so we're all on the same page. That's who this character is. He acts <laughs> in a nonsense way. Um, I'd give him Squib. <laughs> if we we do sort him into a house, I have him as Slytherin. I have him as Ravenclaw. A Ravenclaw? Wow. Sorry. I'm sorry. My voice just does that sometimes when I'm really upset. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so I I'll, I have him as a Slytherin because his whole like goal in life was literally to like fuck with these people with his iron bed in like the original myth. And now his whole thing is like luring people in. That's his ambition in life. Like he, he's just. Wow. And, and he's cunning enough to disguise it as a mattress store. Dude, people have to buy mattresses. I just think he's really creative with how he likes to kill people. He likes to stretch them. <laughs> I don't think that is, like, Ravenclaw to me. Like, I don't... Wait, that was your stance? Was Ravenclaw? Yeah, I think he just, like, he found a way to kill people. And he's like, this is really to interesting me, to me. I'm going to do that. <laughs> this feels to me like a Gryffindor creativity and not a Ravenclaw creativity. Yeah, I agree. Ravenclaw creatives... <sighs> Remember when Luna Lovegood paints her friends' faces on her ceiling? I just want to make it clear that I'm sorry that I am not a good enough painter to paint the three of your faces on my ceiling. Wow. But, like, I wish I could in, like, a demonstration of true friendship. I'll never forgive you. Like, Luna fucking Lovegood. Okay, so by the time this comes out, you... Charlie and I have now will have officially met you guys in person. Oh my god! Yeah. Okay, a little behind the curtain. We're recording this one week before before my before the Catalina fucking wine mixer, <laughs> which is my birthday party theme. Um, yeah, by the time this comes out, we will have met in real life. Having internet friends is so fun, dude. So while we are there, we will I'm figure sorry. out a way to paint our faces on your <laughs> We're gonna do it. Yo, that'll be our like wine drunk activity. It's good to have like an activity for everyone to like bond together over. It'll be they'll be like <laughs> stick figures. That's what it'll be. That's all but I know how to draw. It's perfect. Or maybe I'll just spit out the coloring books instead. It'll be fine. No. I imagine that's what I'll be doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because Charlie won't doesn't drink, so we'll I'll all be, be like falling over. <laughs> you know Brooke doesn't drink either, so Yeah, that's true. She's she can be your interpreter. <laughs> Because uh, Brooke is very tolerant. She hangs out with us so fucked up. And she's always so sober. And sometimes she gets more sober by asking for coffee. And I'm like, you want to be coffee right now when we're all wine? That's like, uh, she's like, she's so strong, dude. I admire Me too. <laughs> Same. I want to be her when I grow up. Me too. Um, okay. Wait, so what was the verdict for Crab? Okay, Crusty the I, will, I will I give care. it to Taylor for a better argument. Okay. Wait, which one was? You said Slytherin. Slytherin. I was okay. trying to think right, outside cr- the box. <laughs> yeah, no, I appreciate so, it. So even like the villain people, so think like Ares. I don't normally go with like the villain trope. Mm-hmm. I don't tend to, at least. So th- for Krusty, it just worked. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, guys. All right, it's Zeus next. Say, say his name softly. <laughs> Names because have he, power. He, no, he, he doesn't know my podcast yet, Fuck so I Zeus. actually don't want to attract his attention over here. Um, <laughs> okay, so, I mean, my instinct is that Zeus is a Gryffindor. 
Yeah. So I had a really hard time choosing between Gryffindor and Slytherin for both him and Poseidon. Like, both him and Poseidon, I was just like... I want to just be like, he's an asshole, so that works for either Slytherin or Gryffindor to me. Yeah. I think he has a bullheadedness Mm. that is not very Slytherin. It's, like, way more of a Gryffindor, just, like, barge in and figure it out later Including slash barging with your dick. You know, he also has a very, we're not talking about this, let's go do something else, which that feels kind of Slytherin ish to me, but like, okay, hmm. okay. To me, it feels, to me, it feels maybe like a himbo ish. (laughs) No, he's not nice enough to be a himbo. The the, the thing about himbos, they have to be nice. No, you're completely right. Um, I, why do I keep saying no before, like when I'm trying to agree with people? No, yeah, <laughs> no, 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 you're no, completely yeah. right. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, what's the verdict, Grace? What are your thoughts? I mean, I say Zeus is Gryffindor. That's just my thought. But I, I would accept Slytherin. I, I think, would as accept. Well. It's like it's like two ends of the spectrum, you know. He gets to choose I- his house. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. He's either like a really um, like rambunctious Slytherin or like a a really shitty Gryffindor. So at the beginning, when I when I expressed that I had like my own version of these notes, um, what I meant was that I had highlighted these things in different orders. So so Zeus is like half green, half red to represent. Oh, that's oh, I like that. You know, so there are a lot of half situations happening in my notes. I just want everyone to know. So I actually sort of <laughs> like awesome. that. I'm jealous. Grace, you, you should share. You should share your notes with me if they're cute. <laughs> I do not have cute notes. <laughs> um. Okay. So what do we think about Poseidon? I have I, the same issue as I, I had with I, Zeus. I to be honest, more leaning towards Gryffindor for that. I don't know. Yeah, I leaned more towards Slytherin with Zeus. And more Gryffindor with with Poseidon, so yeah. Okay. He's got such daddy energy. (laughs) Well. (laughs) He is your godly parent, so. I was trying to decide, like, who would be, who would be more of, like, the water sign? Well, I'm a water sign and a Hufflepuff, so I tend to try to claim everything to do with the water as my own. But I know it's not that way. I, because I know a bunch of. Well, Hufflepuff isn't water. That's Earth. No, 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 no. Okay. I've, yes, yes. If you yes. listen to our if you listen to our Patreon bonus episode about houses and horoscopes, you can hear me talking about how I'm claiming water signs in the name of Hufflepuff. Um, my dude, I'm a water sign. And oh, I'm, I'm not even talking about like water no. signs. I'm just like if you equate the houses to um like the elements, the elements Hufflepuff yeah. is earth all, and Slytherin no, is I, water. I do agree with that. All yeah. I remember is Grace being like, well, I think we can all agree that Ravenclaw is water. Nope. Slytherin is water. I think I air. said that. Yeah. Ravenclaw's air. Wait, no, I'm shutting it down because this isn't, we've talked about this on the, we've had a definitive podcast answer before. The colors even match the four elements. Colors are meant to be mixed up um they are okay so wait so so are we giving zeus slytherin and poseidon gryffindor i guess is that just because one of them is evil and one of them is good and then and then hades is a hufflepuff and i I mean and ravenclaw is just nowhere to be found no athena (laughs) she's 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 not the big she can be very slytherin (laughs) 
I'm saying the big three are all dumb. <laughs> can can I request that we do one of these bonus episodes like again after like book two or three oh. to talk about like the new characters? Oh, that we've uh, Charlie and I have actually talked about that doing it like after three or four. I would love to. Okay, let's do Kerberos, Echidna, and Doris Jr. and call it. Does that sound good? All right. Can we not sort server? I don't feel it feels weird sorting animals. Oh, well, I was just going to say, like, obviously, Hufflepuff. I was okay, well, we'll say if we were to sort Cerberus, Cerberus would be a puff. Yeah. yeah. He's the a goodest lot of boy. dogs are puffs. I just wanted to say the Lotus Eaters are obviously Hufflepuff. That's. I also have the Lotus Leaders because eaters drugs. As puffs. Is it because drugs? Yes. yes. It is because Very drugs. much. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to respond to that by grumpily hitting my microphone and grumpily hitting my pipe which is legal for me to be smoking in the state of Virginia. <laughs> Christina, are you a lotus eater? Do you want to be a lotus eater? <laughs> the episode of My Cabbages that came out um, a, like a couple weeks ago. A month? About the... <laughs> so about a it mo- came about out a month on ago. July 15th. Just say the date, y'all. <laughs> Wait, you're right. It did come out today. Um, uh, they were talking about... That's the one where Sokka's drinking the cactus juice, right? Yeah. 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 So it's it's all thematically connected. Um, <laughs> okay, and then Echidna. Any thoughts, feelings? I just well, want to say Slytherin. Have her as a full Slytherin. I mean, what? Because she's evil. Is it because we have to check our privilege and we have to check our prejudice? Also, snakes. oh no, but mostly it's because she's ambitious as fuck. Like yeah. she she's like mm. taking advantage of situations where Zeus is actively letting her yeah. use her powers for once. And isn't she the mom to like a million? You could say she's monsters? ambitious because she's like, I'm gonna make all of the monsters. Like, yeah, she's that's, like, yeah, she's okay. Oh, that is her. Her, you know, okay. her title is literally mother of monsters. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. And so now our last one on the list is Doris Junior, which is AKA. a joke for for of the eldest gods fans. <laughs> she's not as good as Doris Senior. We we will say. Oh she's yeah, not a obviously. Good- but Doris Jr., she's not a Ravenclaw, that's for sure. She, okay, no. well, here's the thing. So, like, the notes for this are the narrator who looks like Sally. And to me, it's, we said Sally was a Hufflepuff or maybe a Gryffindor. She's we like, ended up with Huff. Full Puff. It seems to me, like, it just feels the same to me. So I'm like, Puff. Yeah. Also, I just want to claim everyone in the name of Puffs. More people should be Puffs. It's a good way to live. I like how you were like every we need more puffs and I mean in the Discord and I'm like there are less Slytherins than anybody. Yeah. There's like four of them. Here's the thing. I know more Slytherins in my real life who won't fuck with Discord because they got other shit to do. Me, the two Marys and My brother Ryan. Is and Sean. Well, are they on the Discord? Actively, no, that's what I. No, no, that's what I'm saying. Oh no, I'm. I'm, saying I'm trying to figure. They got time for that shit. I'm trying to remember who the other. Um, there's you. Is. There's Mary Clay. There's who else? It's the shout two- out time. Claire. This oh is the shout out. Claire. I forgot Claire. Yeah. yeah wow, so it's me, Claire, and the two Marys. Interesting. Oh, and Adele. Oh, Adele is also a Slytherin. Yeah. yeah. That tracks. Adele, I would say. Wait, dramatic update. I would say that Adele is a Slitherpuff. Oh, yeah. Most Me too. Yeah. So, uh, we found another one. People who are listening to our show, you, Adele was on for our, one of our Pride Ups uh, talking about queer myth retellings. Yeah. Yeah. And Adele's been on an episode of the restricted section, but I didn't make a note of it because I didn't know she would organically come up in conversation. Damn it. Notes befuddled me again. 
that me being befuddled, that seems like a good place to end this episode. Does anyone have anything left to say? Like any like any celebrity shots of like sorting <laughs> Percy Jackson characters into Hogwarts houses? Um, I, I well, I feel like we we didn't mention this at the top of the episode, but um, the day this comes out is going to be Percy Jackson's birthday. I would love to interject at this time and tell you listeners that tomorrow is Charlie's birthday. Tomorrow, August 19th, is Charlie's birthday. They and Percy are both Leos. So if you know Charlie, reach out and tell them happy freaking birthday, babe. Well, except I don't know. I mean, if you don't know them very well, don't call them babe. You can just call them Charlie or like Charlemagne is like a good backup. Um, I'm, I personally will be saying happy birthday, babe. But like at your own discretion, whatever name you feel is most appropriate. Happy freaking birthday, Charlie. So... Oh my god. Yeah, happy freaking birthday to my favorite son. Frankly, I've never been more proud in my life. I love you and the journey you've been on is so beautiful to me. Okay. I like how of your children you chose the fictional one. Are you talking about my cats? No, I meant like us. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, we're not even your favorite. Wait, Percy wait. is. I love you guys. Wait, guys, I love you guys too. Tell us your favorites. <laughs> it's okay. My it's mom's Percy. favorite children are the dogs, despite having t- ten kids. One time, I was fighting with an old boyfriend, and his mom came out and and he and got into it. And he was like, "Shut up! You shouldn't act this way just because you hate your kids." And she was like, "That's not true. I love Christina." <laughs> but it was his mom. It's <laughs> one of my favorite stories. All right, let's wrap it on up. Um. Wait, how do we end these episodes? Do I, I, don't just, know. Do I just move into plugs? What are we Grace. doing? <laughs> yeah. Grace, yeah. Wh- where can people find you on the internet? What are wow. you doing? Who, who are you supporting? You can pass if you want who to. Who am I? You can pass <laughs> if you want to. You can leave your um, plugs behind. Okay. Well, I haven't posted on Instagram in like 10 years. Okay. No, cool. okay, okay. Okay. <laughs> um, Grace, what have you been watching, reading, playing, listening to recently that you would recommend? Um, I would recommend a book that I just finished the other day. It's called The Silent Patient. Wait, you would, you would, you would I recommend honestly it? would recommend I, I've it. heard really good things about that. She, so. No offense, I'm going to call. I'm going to call, you I'm gonna call myself hot, out. You've been reading that for a long fucking it, time. It took me a long time to read it, and that is not a reflection on the book, but a reflection okay. onto my mental state. Okay. Um, oh, oh, yeah. That's a mood. Um, that's okay. Yeah. But it was really good. Like, I finished, I probably had, like, half of it left, and I finished it really quickly um, because the payoff at the end, I would say, is really good. So, The Silent wow. Patient, if you haven't checked it out yet, I would say do it. It's It's worth it. Thank you so much. Yeah. I, I do respect all... There's certain people in the world where I'm like, I'll read anything this bitch tells me to read. You know what I mean? And it's always... Yeah. No, it's always a gal pal. I was, like, I, I, was, I was hesitant about that book and now that you've recommended it. I'm like, I would. Okay. I would recommend it. It's like Christina pointed out. It did take me a long time to read. <laughs> Some books just but be that way. it just be that way. And like, yeah, I think that in the end, I would definitely recommend it. Hell yeah. Thank you so much. I feel like I just said thank you so much. Am I like defaulting into just being like, thank you so <laughs> thank much? Thank you so much. Taylor, will you please tell everyone about Of the Eldest Gods just one more time as a reminder? Yeah, you can uh, catch us every Thursday on the Movie Night Crew Network. Ha <laughs> ha. Um, wherever you get your wherever you get your podcasts. Um, you can uh, find us at Of the Eldest Gods Pod at, on Instagram and just Of the Eldest Gods on Twitter because we'll- they don't like long names. <laughs> <laughs>
And then Indeed. If you want to send us an Iris message, you can send it to ofTheEldestGodsPod at gmail.com. And yeah, you'll be able to hear Christina and Grace on tomorrow's episode of, of The Eldest Gods, where we are I'm so excited. sorting Harry Potter characters into the houses. Or not the houses, the cabins. Or the cabins. <laughs> to, to the cabin. Those are houses. The words. Yeah, you can find me on Instagram at Taylor from Cabin Six, uh, just the number at the end, and then on Twitter at Historical Femme. That's F E M M E. Linked in the show notes. Yeah, I was still surprised that I was able to get that despite only getting a Twitter two years ago. So that's beautiful. I'm very very proud of it. Yeah, so that's where you can find me. Also in the Discord. I'm yeah. Discord. Yeah. Become a patron of any Movie Night Crew podcast to uh, as little as $1 a month gains you access to our Discord server, which is a fun place to be. Uh, so, okay, for this, I, I'll plug Big Brother. Uh, oh, indeed? I don't watch a lot of reality TV, but it's just so dumb and so funny. It's so and dumb. I love it. Yeah. And um, I'm really happy with what CBS has uh, written into their contracts now with all their shows if they are reality shows uh at least half of the cast has to be a person of color so that's awesome for the first time ever eight of the 16 house guests are people of color um there's never been a black winner on big brother so it, it's pretty groundbreaking so um by this time it, by the time this comes out it's going to probably be in jury but this was the first eviction tonight while we're recording. Wow. Indeed. Thank you for your recommendation. Charlie, will you please tell the listeners about Phantom's Gone Wrong, which we haven't even talked about this episode so far? Well, I mentioned it, like, once. I think I did. Yeah. yeah. Mention it again. Uh, yeah, Phantom's Gone Wrong is a podcast I do with my mother. We, we talk about um, movies and books and TV shows. Basically anything that we want to. Just just things we like. We just talk about them. And we argue a lot. It's great. Um, it is great. You guys can find us. We're at uh, Fandom's Gone Wrong Pod on Instagram and Facebook. Fandom Gone Wrong on Twitter. And we have an email. Fandom's Gone Wrong Pod at gmail.com. Yeah. Indeed. That's- and what about yourself? Oh, I have so, such a long list of things. Um, you got it. Uh, most of my things on the internet for me are Green Pixie 12, except for Twitter, because uh, somebody stole that. Um, I'm at Green Pixie The person doesn't even use Twitter. I know. I know. Mm. I it's sometimes check to be like, are they, are they gone yet? <laughs> Can I steal this? <laughs> but, um, Twitter, I'm at Green Pixie 123. Um, I sometimes do the YouTube thing. I should get back on that. Somebody yell at me to do that again. Um, I'm at Charlie Mac. That's M-A-C-K. Linked in the show notes. Uh, and what have you been watching, reading, playing, listening, I, listening I to? I had to think of plugs just now because I did not write down plugs for once. I always for write once. down plugs. Um, but today, in fact, I went to go see Black Widow with um, my buddy Steven. Ooh. And it was great. And now I have my new favorite MCU character. <laughs> which is okay which is yelena Th- that's a good endorsement by Fio- florence Pugh. she's great oh mm-hmm. that is a gorgeous yeah. woman yeah she's, she's just yeah. amazing and i just love her that's it <laughs> that's the plug so i've been your host christina and you can f- wait did i get everyone yes yeah <laughs> okay, okay i've been your host christina <laughs> <laughs> i've 
So I've been your host, Christina. You can follow me on Instagram at Christina the Con. You can follow me on Twitter at Christina Con. I don't, I don't, I used to be able to say these so quickly. I'm out of practice. I got to warm up like the Tin Man in The Wizard of Oz. You can follow me on TikTok at Sprouts Private Stash. Um, and also check out all of the other lovely podcasts on the Movie Night Crew Network. There's several good ones and maybe more someday also. And it's just There's a good place good to be. There's several good ones and then ours. <laughs> no, and then mine. No, not, yours, yours is leading the way, good ones. But one of Christina's TikToks just went viral. Whoa. It did. It was it was a writing tip. Yeah. I'll link that in the show notes also. We so love to see it. Um, a lot it's of so people good. loved it. It was bonkers. Sprouts it private stash. Yeah. This week I'm going to recommend a book I just finished reading called Shakespeare Shakespeare for Squirrels by Christopher Moore. Christopher Moore is an absurdist writer, an absurdist novelist that Grace introduced me to. <laughs> is he absurd? Yes. Are his yes. books absurd? Yes. yes. <laughs> and um, this book was literally a Midsummer Night's Dream, but like... There's like a, a, a random like Bilbo type character just like thrown into the midst of it. And he's like, what the fuck is going that, on? I didn't ask for any of very this. on brand for Midsummer Night's Dream. <laughs> yeah. And there are there are squirrels. To, yeah, for sure. There's squirrels. Um, I, I recommend it. It's a great book for anyone who likes Shakespeare and wants to poke a little fun at it. Well, gang, that's the end of the episode. I'm so glad that we got the opportunity to kick off season four like this with like a little surprise for our listeners. You, I told you it was going to start on September 1st, but it's starting today. You it's liar. Today. Just kidding. Just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like I put, went on a hiatus for mental health purposes, but I've been missing the podcast intensely this whole entire She's time. So I'm really ready. Put me on a pod. Put me on a pod. <laughs> <laughs> Literally on like have. Twitter and stuff. <laughs> And I have some guest spots scheduled soon, so just watch out for that. <laughs> but um, I'm just so excited to get back into it because I fucking love this podcast. I love talking with my friends about nerd shit. Thanks to you, some of my most beloved friends, for coming to talk to me about what Hogwarts house is the Percy Jackson character is going to. Thanks for bringing your cast to my show. Thank you for having us. Okay, someone respond verbally. I love verbally. you. Respond verbally. <laughs> I you love you so us. much. Sorry, I You're forget so that my facial expressions don't come over in audio. Yeah, she forgets we're, that a lot. We're all doing great. When she gives me evil faces. <laughs> Normally, Charlie narrates my facial expressions. I do, in <laughs> fact. But there's a lot of faces to look at, so I, I can't do that. <laughs> They're making precious faces. We're all making precious faces. And we're going to just envision that in your brain. Close your eyes and envision our beautiful faces. The Restricted Section was created and hosted by me, Christina Kahn, based on the book series by J.K. Rowling. All music by Ryan Kahn. Logo by Michael Hardison. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at restrictedsectionpod or shoot us an email at restrictedsectionpod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your thoughts, feelings, complaints, conspiracy theories, or lavish praise. So, I, I, so I'm at the part. So you almost to the <laughs> part. No, no, no. I <laughs> shit. I thought. I really when when I saw. I also say, honey. Um, I'm literally the very last thing I read was when. Okay. That movie sucked. I kind of liked it. Movie night crew network.